This is Gray Man Media Content. Marker. from owning the word shipping yeah no you can't because that's mine no that's Devin greens or whatever you said it was we can't go back <laughs> what up motherfuckers saw dudes <laughs> all right what's up motherfucker that was a good intro that we just had, though. That was cool. That comes before this part, right? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm John Wolf. And we're in Austin, Texas today. How you doing, Carhartt? I have no idea what the fuck we're doing right now. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Take a Bite. I'm John Wolf. I'm not wearing this stupid fucking thing. Solstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I- Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Take a Bite. See, if you look here, you'll see that. Can you help me do the show? This is actually a six in Hebrew. Six, six, six. Thanks for watching. <laughs> so, Evan, we're doing an episode. <laughs> God damn it. I know. I, this is my topic right here. <laughs> did you set Amazon affiliate link for this? Sure did. Hell yeah. You should too. What are we talking about today, John? <laughs> you got me fucking kidding me. That was great. So anyway, if you look right here. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
Oh man, I've had such a crazy fucking day so far. Welcome back. We'll take back. We're in Austin, Texas, and uh, we're talking about the Austin X murder or servant girl annihilator. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm John Wolf, and this is my Carhartt cohort. So, how are you, Devin? No, I'm great. I'm great. Like I just said, just now. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week. Yeah, like I just said, just moments ago yeah. in the cut. Yeah, I'm just trying to do banter. Yeah, no, good man, good, really good. It was really funny earlier how you broke your fucking car window <laughs> when we were doing the shoot. Check for Patreon the for that footage for the intro of this episode that you guys just watched, or if you're listening, then you didn't watch, and I don't know why you're not watching on YouTube for this nonsense. So. If you're listening, just go check that out. Check out YouTube. Also, I mean, you could... So we're talking about one of the first serial killers in American history. Yeah. Yes. That is what you told me before we started. Well, he was also gone by the Servant Girl Annihilator. There's a couple headlines. Um, Austin, Texas, around this time, during uh, 1884 to 1885, was relatively small population. Only about 1,200 to 2,500 people, really, living in Austin at that time. And that's... Even for that time period, kind of small in a population area. I'd say 1,200 people is pretty small. It is. Now, the servant girl Annihilator had, uh, was a male perpetrator whose true identity still to this day is unknown. You mean we haven't found this guy yet? No. He's still out there killing? Well, 1884, he's probably dead, Devin. Oh, uh, that's, that's, I guess that's fair. Yeah. So, but he did terrorize the city of Austin um, in Texas from December 1884 to 1885. Uh <laughs> His crimes left a lasting impact, however, on the community, and his chilling signature of inserting sharp objects into victims' ears has become synonymous with his heinous acts. Sharp objects? Mm-hmm. Like screwdrivers, nails, just... He really had a thing for sticking things into the ears of his victims. Was that the way he killed them? No. Oh, how'd he kill That him? was just a post-mortem thing. He played with the bodies a lot. Uh, he was also... Um, how'd he kill them? Well... Typically. His modus operandi was pretty brutal and ruthless, to be honest. Uh, he primarily targeted young African-American domestic servants who worked in wealthy households. Operating under the cover of darkness, he would break into his victims' homes while they slept, bludgeoning them with an axe or similar blunt objects. Similar blunt objects, huh? Was uh, he using your axe? Once his victims were incapacitated, <laughs> he would further inflict violence by stabbing them with a knife. Uh, he was also... He not only took the lives of his victims, but he also subjected them to sexual violence and mutilation. Mm. Mm. Now, the number of victims attributed to this servant girl annihilator stands at eight confirmed killings with this MO. But at the time, I mean, research and identification for a crime like this. Documentation. Very limited at best. Yeah, probably not a lot of money flowing through the city of wherever the fuck this was. Probably uh, not some good CSIs either. <laughs> with only 1,200 people. Yeah. Funding's probably pretty limited. Basically Wild West. Um, yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, I mean, it, it really... was Texas. Yeah, I'd have to agree. They probably don't have C... What? Crime scene investigators. investigators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this show. I've seen this show. Yeah, they probably didn't have any of that. They probably were dusting for fingerprints to send back to the lab in the 1800s. Which is insane because they had access to a lot of dust. Yeah, plenty of it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you get a couple tumbleweeds rolling around, knocking around all the evidence. I mean, who knows who did it? Maybe it wasn't even this guy. Maybe it was uh, suicide. 
pretty rare on this show when I can get that reaction out of you instead of vice versa. Yeah, but no, that's not what it was. Yeah, yeah, probably not. No. But, you know, like <clears throat> I said, tumbleweeds will come, come rolling around. So there was about six to nine additional attempted murders and two cases of assault. So there was actually survivors of him as well. What's there pepper to? Huh? What? I don't feel like I'm even here anymore. What are you talking about? Survivors. Where did Pepper come in? You said it, there was assault. <laughs> you did that. You made me do that again. I don't know why you did it. I hate the show. <laughs> it's my favorite. Go ahead. Survivor what? Survivors of his attempted murder. Hmm. There was eight to nine of them, correct? Uh, six to nine additional. Six to nine, sorry. Eight confirmed kills. Yes, eight confirmed kills. Uh, the span of his crimes was only about a year, uh, starting with the murder of Molly Smith. And when Susan Hancock and Elua Phillips were attacked, Elua tragically losing her life as well. Uh, Molly Smith was 25, and these are the victims, just so you know. Yep. So let's talk about the victims. Uh, <laughs> So Molly Smith, one of the first victims, was murdered uh, at the age of 25 on the night of December 30th, 1884. Walter Spencer was seriously wounded and reported her murder. So this guy, Walter Spencer, was. this is when this all started. He said he was attacked and he was bleeding profusely out of his head because mm. he was bludgeoned, but he was able to fight the attacker off. Mm. He left this chick. To die, basically. I mean, fuck her. Ran off. Yeah. For help. Found people. Told what happened. Everybody gets there. And now all of a sudden, we just see the dismembered, mutilated corpse. Man, he worked quick. Some people speculate that he was actually the killer. It seems like he could be. Just bludgeoned himself in the head real quick after doing a crime. Dude, sometimes. Maybe he got, maybe the chick was fighting him. <clears throat> That's yeah. any, any sustained injuries. Mm-hmm. Could be. Does his character come back into play later on? Because if so, I'm 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 even more suspicious of him. Let's look at some of the other murders and see where we are. Let me know about those other murders. So Clara Strand and Christy Martinson, two Swedish servants girls, were seriously wounded on the night of March 19th. Not the Swedes. 1885. Eliza Shelley was murdered on the night of May 6th. Irene Cross murdered by a man with a knife on the night of the 22nd of May, 1885. Clara Dick was seriously wounded in August of 1885. 1885. Yes. Uh, Mary Ramney was uh, 11 and was murdered at on the night of 30 of the 30th of August, 85. Yeah, he did a lot of murders in that year. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, her mother Rebecca Ramney was also seriously wounded, but. Not killed. Do we know when that happened? The same night. Oh, 18, 30th of August. 1885. Uh, Gracie Vance and her boyfriend, Orange Washington, were murdered on the night of September 28th. Don't, no, let me guess. 1885. They're all 1885 then. Oh, you could have said that. <laughs> Susan Hancock was murdered, murdered on the night of December 24th, and then Elua Phillips murdered on the night of 24th as well. Phillips. Mm-hmm. The screwdriver was uh, the Hancock lady. Was she related to John Hancock, or was there no relation there? There could have been. Okay, it wasn't documented. Not specifically. Well, as we said earlier, there's not a lot 
lot of good documentation. Well, I specifically, for one, Susan Hancock was <clears throat> a servant girl, so so probably not. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So we know there's a killer. Oh yeah, he could be out there still. <clears throat> it would make him one of the longest living people on Earth, but I highly doubt it. I mean, me too. Yeah, he'd be over 130 years old, but I'm just saying he was never caught. So, well, I'm just like, it makes me wonder, like, what, what drove somebody in that time period? Mm. Other, I mean, it's obviously this guy be related to mental illness. Then I, I would say, yeah, and there was far less resources back then than there are today, and there's not good resources today. So, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I got they Life didn't have access probably to a lot, lot harder too. Yeah, you know. Being in a city of 1,200 to 2,500 in Austin, Texas, which I assume at that t- point in history would be a relatively new city. You know, not a lot of people around. Probably, you know, just overall just kind of sucky. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it to me is, too, is uh, you look at, A, how easy it was. But the person probably had a class issue. I'm thinking mm. the person would probably be wealthy. Also, targeting younger women and servant women means that, you know, he had a feeling that they wouldn't be investigated as well as, like, a wealthy person. Yeah. And then, there, and then there's the whole, like like I said, it goes back to the classism thing. It's just that in that time period, if you're going to kill somebody, I mean, you would go for the weaker. Yeah. I mean, I think even today's killers probably go for the weaker targets, correct? They're certainly not going after the president, John. True. Which would be a yeah, not a weak target in any way, shape, or form. Unless you were to catch him out in the field, hand-to-hand combat. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I could take him. Oh, you mean our houseplant? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I, I got it. I need to see a leaf blower. I feel like if I just like snap my fingers a couple times, he'd probably forget what was happening in general. So <laughs> it'd probably be fine. Hit my hip. Hey, 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 over here, over here. Deck. See, he it also might be a lizard man. So, like, really, if you shine a light, in yeah. But eye, I think I could have taken still. like I think I could have taken all of them up until like maybe Bill Clinton. I feel like Bill Clinton when he was elected, probably a little bit scrappy. But I think I could have taken Obama. I think I could have taken Trump. All three of the last presidents. I don't know. For sure. I don't know. Obama looked like he could fight. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, he could fight. He grew up in like he did a lot of ho- stuff in Hawaii, like. It's hot. they're soft out there. Man, they do capoeira out there. Yeah, they're soft out there. It's fine. They have dance fighting. <laughs> yeah, they're doing fire dances and shit and little. Yeah, hey, fire dance and tribal shit is ain't no joke. That's like poi, right? I mean, that's all. It no, is. it's 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 more intense. Well, yeah, because the stuff's on fire, but it's basically and staff just poi. and staff spinning and all that stuff. That's all very martial art style work. Eh, just because you can dance funny doesn't mean you can fight good. So about the resources. What resources? That they didn't have. Oh, okay. They'd been better off if they listened to these ads. So we actually are able to talk to the guy who saw all this happen. What the fuck are you on about? Oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Roll the clip. Were, uh, so were they the killer? What'd you say? Was they the killer? 
Now, Boy, maybe somebody killed her. She just never came back. Uh, did she ever? Did waitress ever come back to us? Yeah. No. Man, a servant girl got annihilated then, huh? So if you uh, if you don't want to be murdered, <laughs> you can murder your thirst by getting uh, my personal case of Monster Energy Drink using the Amazon affiliate link below. It did sound like he was gonna go for a liquid death ad there, but uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, they are not giving us any time of day. So wait. Is Liquid Death still on Amazon? Wow. That's an idea. Wow. That was kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, still roll with the monster thing, though. <coughs> if you look here at this can, John, it says 666 in Hebrew. Which you wouldn't know any of that unless you listen to our uh, podcast provider for RSS feed, which is Transistor.fm. Uh, where you can listen to all the conspiracy cure cans of uh, Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> Help. <laughs> listen, Monster Energy Drink, Transistor FM, and uh, GrayManMediaCo.com store where you can find all the amazing merch and new stuff from the season. Just you, go check all that you out. You have to go get it. It's made of premium gold. Gold, apparently. <laughs> Straight from the Dutchman's mine. Yeah, that's a different ad. Yeah. But the, yeah, but it's still like, listen, don't get annihilated. There. It was around the same time as this. I tied it together. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, it good. They were in the same time period, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> this this episode's got us fucked up. Let's get back yeah, to the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now that we've gotten that out of the way, like a lot of the people he killed, let's talk about that Austin Axe murder again. Yeah. Or the servant... Girl Annihilator. Yeah. Pretty good headline title, really. Uh, I honestly both of those work pretty well. I'd probably read the article. You know, although I gotta imagine there probably wasn't a lot of news back then, so they were probably reading whatever they could get their hands on. At least the people who could read. Well, actually it's larger number than you think in Austin and then it's twelve to twelve hundred to twenty five hundred. Yeah. Roughly. So what I'm trying to say is the news got around fast, either by mouth or by paper. Mm. Now the interesting thing is that there's a big theory. And this is why I bring up those headlines, those two names. The theory is that this guy probably wouldn't have continued killing past that first one if it wasn't for those headlines, uh, which were yeah. reported almost immediately after the first one. The media sensationalizing a killer, yeah. Giving them fuel to keep going. Well, where do we see that? It's a good thing that doesn't happen anymore, right? The media doesn't try to change our minds about anything. The media never sensationalizes the killer and, you know, they never talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I remember when years ago it was, you know, all about those guys who saved cats from trees and nobody's going to talk about it. Nobody's going to report on it. So the reason I brought up those headlines is because the next <laughs> section here we're going to be talking about is uh, according to Texas Monthly, the killer mur- murdered seven women, five black, two white, one black man initially. And the serial killer injured six women and two men on top of that. All the victims were attacked indoors in their beds while asleep. 
Five of the women were dragged unconscious but still alive and killed outdoors. Three of the women were severely mutilated while outdoors, as well as all the victims were posed in a similar manner. And six of the murdered women had a sharp object of some type inserted into their ears. The series of murders ended with the killing of two women, Ulua Phillips at age 17 and Susan Hancock, who was attacked while sleeping in the bed of her 16-year-old daughter on the night of 24th of December. That was a mouthful. Yeah, a little bit. So <laughs> there was actually an arrest, but we still didn't get the guy. We know that for a fact. Yeah. Oh, he murdered after the arrest. Yeah. And he, God damn, you love to see it. Well, you hate to see no, it. No, you hate you to see it. it. But, yeah. <clears throat> so, for, our, for, for our purposes. So yeah, go on. only one of those people, or only one of those arrested, James Phillip, was convicted out of actually uh, three people that were arrested. I'm sorry. But one of the pe- three people were arrested and named James Phillips. He was actually convicted. He was found guilty of murdering his wife, but the conviction was later overturned. L- uh, London authorities questioned several American cowboys, one of whom, according to the authors of Jack the Ripper, A to Z, was possibly Buck Taylor and a performer in Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. Taylor was born in Fredericksburg, Texas, about 70 miles west of Austin. Now, according to a front-page article in the New York Times, uh, on the 26th of December, 1885, 400 men were arrested during the course of the year. According to the Texas Monthly, powerful elected officials refused to believe that one man or even one group of men could be responsible for these murders. So they thought it was like a bunch of fucking people. They basically just tried to take a bunch of people out. I was going to say, they didn't even say it was one, like one guy. Then they were like, it couldn't be one guy. Then they were like, oh, it couldn't even be a group of guys. So it had to be all of the guys. <laughs> yeah, all of them in, in the city. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. The allegations were swimming through this town and rumors Which were just exacerbated by the media. Yeah, man. The media running the fucking muck around this bitch. Now, the African-American community had some uh, practitioners of voodoo who believed the killer was a white man who had magic power that enabled him to become invisible. As no <laughs> dogs outside or in fenced yards adjacent to locations where murders occurred were heard to bark or raise any alarm at all. And bro, you just throw a stake in that, bro. Good. Yeah, pretty much. The series of murders stopped when additional police officers were hired. Rewards were offered to citizens formed on a vil- uh, vigilance community, uh, vigilance. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're nailing it, bro. Shut. It. <laughs> oh, did you want me to move on? Yeah. Oh, great. The series of murders stopped when additional police officers were hired. Rewards were offered, and citizens formed a vigilance committee to patrol the streets at night. Contemporary newspapers reported that the murders had apparently f- fled the year, uh, fled the area. And no more murders were officially attributed to the killer by authorities. Mm. But there were still more murders. I was just about to ask you if there were still more murders after that, though. Okay, it was. Okay, but they said it can't be the killer. It's got to be all these other people killing. Like they they couldn't wrap their head around of a serial killer, one person trying to do everything. Mm. They were kept trying to find inconsistencies in the way the bodies were positioned or the modus operandi. And they were like, you know, well, maybe only six of these were done by one person because of the the ear thing, but not all of them. Mm. They just didn't have enough uh, 
there's not enough research at the time on criminology to like really wrap their head around the idea of a serial killer. But we know now for sure that it was eight. Oh, I mean, that was already guaranteed. The out of the eight, six had sharp objects in the ears. But there's other things that they looked at, like the positioning of the body, the mutilations, uh, the sexual assault. Like there were certain other tail signs that they were able to attribute to it. But some other murders happened still during that same time period that didn't have all of those things. Either the killer didn't have time, most likely, or it was almost caught. There's a lot of reasons why he would change his process. Maybe he's just still figuring it out. You know what I mean? Uh, the psychology of these type of serial killers or these type of people are very kind of hard, complex sometimes. It's not always just every single thing is the Can same every notes? time. Out of all these arrests, one man, James Phillip, was actually convicted and found guilty of murdering his wife, but the conviction was later overturned. I thought you said... They uh, thought he might be the killer. And then he all. ended up getting away and having his thing overturned because apparently he didn't kill his wife. It was the serial killer. How'd they figure that out? There, through some kind of inclusionary evidence. I wasn't able to find much. Okay. Like I said, documentation is very poor right, in right, the right, 1800s. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky they even had a pen and paper at any point. <laughs> They're just sitting there writing their notes down in the dirt. They're, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I said, those tumbleweeds, man, they come around, <laughs> they ruin all the note-taking. Oh, my paperwork's gone. Shit, who opened the door? Someone's breaking lines in the sands, boys. Yeah. <clears throat> now, uh, let me catch back up where I was here. So, as no now there was uh, apparently they thought the murderer fled the area, and there was no more murders that were officially attributed to the killer by authorities at the time. Now, according to a July 2000 article in Texas Monthly, there was an eyewitness who claimed to have seen the murderer, but reported <laughs> contradictory information to police. An eyewitness. Eyewitness in the year of 2000. Yes, it would have been. Well over 100 year old, years old. They would have been 115. 18 if they to had 2000? 18, 1885, right? To, to the year 2000? They'd be 115 years old, and that's if they were born in that year. <laughs> I'm not buying it. <laughs> but go on, tell me more. Well, the killer was uh, variously reported to have been white or dark complexioned, or yellow man, as they said. <laughs> In the paper. So, so any of the colors of people. <laughs> uh, he was also described to be wearing a lamp black, wearing lamp black. Okay, so the charcoal stuff off of lamps to conceal his skin color. Because mm. they used oil lamps back then. So they would use soot, essentially, to conceal his skin color. But 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 we know for sure he that was he was either black, white, or yellow. Asian. I don't like saying yellow. <laughs> hey, that's the description that was used. That is. It's not my words. Or a man wearing a Mother Hubbard-style dress. Or a man wearing a slouch hat. Or a man wearing a hat and a white <laughs> rag that covered the lower part of his face. Kind of just all over the damn place. <laughs> this is... This is uh, first off, this person's like 150 years old, right? By the time they were reporting. And then they're also like, just giving the most nondescript. On my deathbed. By the way, he was yellow and brown and white. And he had a washcloth and a dress and two <laughs> different hats. I think he's just talking about his nurses. <laughs> just everybody's coming in a surgical mask. He's like, you're the killer. <laughs> so there was uh, reports that the killer worked with an accomplice. Mm. Or belonged to a gang of murderers. 
Again, they couldn't wrap her head around that this possible just one person doing all this. Um, now, there's a guy named Nathan Ellingen. On July 15th, 2014, the PBS show History Detectives aired an episode on these killings. Using a combination of historical research and modern techniques, including psychological and geographic profiling, they identified a suspect named Nathan Ellingen, a 19-year-old African-American cook that lived in the area at the time. Ellingen worked in close proximity to these crime scenes and was missing his little toe, which was a similar ID to a footprint believed to have been left by the killer in February of 1886. Wait, what? In February of 1886, last murder happened in 85. What the fuck? They just in the dirt where the tumbleweeds and the winds are blowing around? I'm not... John, I'm not going to I'm sure they took... This is is kind of crazy. They had evidence. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. They probably wrote it down. There's a footprint with the middle pinky toe missing. With, with the middle pinky toe missing. You know what I mean? The pinky toe's missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's, right? Yeah. He's... <laughs> so then later, they found a footprint matching the description. Oh, okay. And then they put those pieces together. Oh, so the footprint wasn't... The footprint was at the crime scene, but then they later, later found out saw, this guy okay. had also yeah. that same thing. Making him a prime suspect now. Now, Elegant worked in close proximity to these crime scenes. He was missing his little toe. And that was a footprint believed to have been left by a killer in a crime scene at in 1886, shortly after the last murder. So from 1884, the end of 1884, beginning of 1885 to 1886. I'm sorry. It's the timeline. Uh, I, I don't remember you saying 1886 for any of this. Until now, murders. 1886 was just after, because the last murder was in December of 85. Uh-huh. So 86 would have been a few That's months later like from the last murder. 60 days at least. It's a footprint. There's walls. In dust. Oh, it's not all dust. With tumbleweeds. Tell me there's no mud in Texas. And wind blowing around. Have you been to Texas? Have you ever seen a fucking person from a 1,200-person city look at a footprint in 1886? I know. I wasn't there. And then 60 days later, and then also a lot of this information is coming from somebody who was supposedly 150 years old. Not all of it. No, no. This was a PBS show using modern techniques, research, and um, looking over their notes and evidence and everything like that. There's... The, there's the people famous, who reinvestigate these cold cases. The like there's TV famous, shows that do that. Famously non-documented case. <laughs> they they poured over those notes again. Well, seemingly here's what else is why this is also why Elegant was part of that suspect list. Shortly after the last murder, Elegant was shot and killed by police while he was attempting to assault a girl with a knife. Did he stick it in her ear? I mean, he probably didn't get that far. Right. Matching him, yeah. though. He got killed. Knife or axe assault. Yeah. So was the woman he was assaulting of uh, of a servant mm-hmm. background? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the servant girl murders were over 130 years ago, and a few official records pertaining to them have still survived. Likewise, there is little surviving biographical information about Nathan Elligan. Uh, however, the information 
that is available strongly correlates to traits associated with disorganized anger retaliatory disorder or serial killer, killer profiles, as well as the crime scenes of the servant girl murders correspond exactly to that of an anger retaliatory crime scene. This is all the psychology, by the way. Now, in the anger retaliatory rape and murder, the rape is planned and the initial murder involves overkill. It is an anger venting act that expresses symbiol uh, symbolic revenge on the victim. Uh, needled, uh, nettled by poor relationships with women, an aggressor distills his anguish to contempt into explosive revenge on the victim. The aggressive killer will either direct his anger at the woman or redirect his anger at a suitable woman that he can actually control because the latter type of scapegoating retaliation does not eliminate the direct source of hate. Sounds so, like a classic incel or your average, you know, Andrew Tate fan. Yeah, I mean, dramatic rape and homicide is committed in a stylized, violent burst of attack um, frequencies and proposes a retaliation of getting even or revenge on the victims. Uh, the perpetrator usually tends to choose victims of familiar, from familiar areas, uh, may also use weapons of opportunity and percussive, uh, percussive assaults with fist blood objects or with a knife now the reason he probably killed a lot of his victims with an axe is because in 1800s mm. to 1885 to 1886 to 18 whatever what i'm saying is there's probably a lot of people with axes on their property mm. just walk by the house the bedrooms walk by the house in the shed grab the axe go in the door and kill him like mm. it's not like there's a lot of high-end security they didn't have ring doorbells back then Oh, that's true. I didn't think of that. This, see, this entire time I've been thinking, like, why didn't they just look at the ring doorbell footage? I hate you. <laughs> so these following traits are very common with that type of serial killer. Mm. Uh, childhood abuse or neglect, early violent episodes or signs of violence, violent fantasies, resentment of authority, escalation, uh, any kind of stressors. <laughs> Additionally, Nathan Elligan will excuse you. <laughs> Additionally, Nathan Elligan would have possessed and uh, the localized expertise critical to successfully enacting the murders and indulging, or sorry, eluding the authorities at the same time, culminating with a distinctive signature killing style. The attack of sleeping, the attack and act of a sleeping female victim, and using blunt objects or blunt force trauma to the head, moving the body away from the house into the yard where the victim was then raped, and. Put on You've display. been saying it the whole fucking episode. There was now a little start one. turning it down now. There was a little one moving through the scene. That'll be okay. Um, so here's the problem I have with uh, with Nathan being the, uh, the killer. Why? Because the people that were being murdered were from a certain economic class and predominantly a certain uh, race. Now the people of that economic class and race all thought one thing, which was that it was a wealthier white guy. Proposedly, yeah. Well, that's what they thought, according to your notes, anyway. And uh, also, they were practitioners of voodoo. Some. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a Some. big, I'm not a big believer in voodoo and stuff like that. But I gotta assume that that would give you some insights into otherworldly evidence. It's not like crystal ball. I mean, it's and not always so, like that clear. And so, like I said, I know nothing about it. And so I would assume that they would probably have a better 
maybe guess as to what was going on than uh, you know some white cops who probably didn't care too much about the lowly servants. I, I think that putting a cop in connotation into it was well sheriff or whatever yeah, the, I mean, you whatever the name like a, is it's not like they have a police department it's, it's very rural whatever local law enforcement <clears throat> law enforcement let's use the term very loosely here uh, whoever's doing the investigating because mm-hmm. apparently there is investigation notes otherwise we wouldn't have anything here mm-hmm. um, whoever was taking those was probably not of the same economic background and so I don't you know seems more likely that they would pin it on somebody in that in that class so a lot of people in uh, different groups of true crime fan fiction and groups of people who what true crime fan fiction that's a thing <laughs> why are y'all making fan fiction about true crime can y'all get it together that's a thing you can find it Fucking on Reddit. weirdo it's real it's a real thing and a lot of these different groups um as well as certain groups of uh just overall investigation or true crime fans mm-hmm. uh People are. People, it's you moving the okay. table. People are still trying to solve these murders today. Yeah. So. We're not going to do that. Because <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by now, I mean. We don't not solve gonna. anything. <laughs> not everything. The closest thing that we've ever been to solving a goddamn thing was the lead mask. That was true. Go listen to that one. And fucking. I think we were onto something there, but. I do too. Outside of that, like, yeah, we don't. That's not really our our whole shtick. Not really. Yeah, but it but it's an interesting case to say the least. As far as true crime goes, it's probably the oldest one in the United States is also the oldest one we've covered in the United States. So, well, that's not a hard bar to reach. Yeah. What have we done? Like two? Well, we've done quite a bit on true crime actually. In the U.S. Yeah, we did Ted Bundy. We did uh, Ed Gein. We did. Um, <laughs> We did another one. <laughs> yeah, this one right here, bud. We did another one. Maybe. For sure. Oh, f- for sure? Silent pills. That was a murder. Yeah, but it happened in in the Middle East. Fuck. Yeah. That was my topic. I could have was- swore we've killed more people. We- what are you <laughs> saying right now? <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, we've covered more killers in the United we States. We probably have. It's, yeah. But listen, we've we're somewhere in this season is episode 100. Like it's so episode 10 is our episode is our 100. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's well, why I said this season somewhere. It yeah, just shows that me. thing that I I'm just said. The thing before that thing okay. that I said. I misread it because you it showed son it. of a bitch. I'm so sorry. I'm uh-huh. not trying to fucking step on your toes. Do you have all your toes? No, I'm missing the pinky toe. Oh my god, I do! Well, in this episode of Wolf Takes a Bite, we uncovered the chilling taste of the service. We didn't uncover Jack shit! Also known as the Austin You tell ChatGPT that we're not uncovering a goddamn thing! This identified serial killer and rapist struck fear into the heart of Austin, Texas from December 1884 till 1886. (laughs) Targeting young African-American female domestic servants, the Annihilator left a brutal trail of bludgeoning, stabbings, and often inserting sharp objects into his victim's ears. Despite a city panic and numerous suspects, the killer remained elusive, and the case went unsolved. The Servant Girl Annihilator's haunting legacy has served as a reminder of the darkness that can lurk beneath the surface of an ongoing pursuit of justice. 
Please go check us out on our website at greenmanmediaco.com where you can find links to our merch store as well as our affiliate links and a bunch of other supporters of our content and people we support as well. Check us out on all social media, uh, Wolf Takes It By Pod, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter is in... Well, Facebook and Twitter is different. It's fine. You'll find it. Just type in Wolf. Wolf takes a bite. Hey, you'll find it. Wolf takes a bite. Don't fuck around with us. Pod. Don't fuck with us. All right. Wolf we know everywhere. what's up. Don't Take, fuck with me. We're also on TikTok. Like, share, and subscribe <laughs> to this video. And um, yeah, join us next week as we talk about the Hollywood Star Whackers. Well, yeah. Any closing thoughts? Uh, I was just going to say, um, I actually had a question to ask. Uh, sure. A lot of serial killers who obviously wouldn't have had the best childhood that's pretty common in serial killers yeah um they end up like what usually drives them to commit their first murder is like a lot of extra extra, extra stress that's being extra extra like it's it's yeah, got to be like a, a real lot, breaking like, point like and probably a lot all at once right yeah yeah so like adding a bunch of people that you're now all of a sudden responsible for and you know losing your main source of income I know where you're going like shut that. the fuck like, up <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a good day! (laughs) Go like and subscribe! (laughs) Why so serious? Serious is funny. Serious is smart. Serious XM! But you know what's better than that? I couldn't do that again if I tried, man! But you know what is crazy? We don't script anything! Just like all of these shows. So go ahead, subscribe, check this video out, that video out. Hell, let's put six videos on the screen right now. Check them all out, man. You never know what's going to happen on Wolf Takes a Bite or any of the other shows. You never know what's going to happen on this show. Insane.